Welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. Grab your snacks, get cozy. We're going to chat today. We're going to be talking about our five favorite things. But we always have to start with what's happening in the moment in pop culture. So Jordan, please take it away. Tell me what you've been reading, watching, reading, what's going on. I saw Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, um, based on the Judy Bloom book, which actually I never read that book when I was little, but I loved Judy, or I loved Judy Bloom because I was obsessed with Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing when I was in fourth grade. I think that's the funniest book. I mean, I'm sure it still holds up. I haven't read it in years. But I went and saw the movie with Rachel McAdams is the mom. And then Kathy Bates is the grandma, the Jewish grandma. And it's such a good movie. Like it's, I feel like it's a must see for the girls. Like it's so good. And they, I think, stayed true to the source material, but also kept it like it it's such a timeless tale of growing up and becoming your own person and figuring out religion and love and how to be a, a human being so it was so good I could not recommend it more really good I also saw Super Mario Bros what did you <laughs> think of Super was... Mario Bros so I had to see it twice because the first time I saw it on a field trip with the kids and that was so I spent most of the time like taking the kids to the bathroom or like passing out the sprites. And so I thought that wasn't that good of a movie. Then I saw it again and I was like, oh, I just didn't see the movie. Like I, I missed all of the context. I missed, mm. I just, I wasn't following. So it was actually pretty good. Like I'd recommend seeing, you know, mm-hmm. um, wasn't, wasn't, isn't going to win any awards, I don't think, but fun, love Chris Pratt. <laughs> Wait, Jack what Black, Chris, you know what did those men play I literally know nothing about the Mario Kart movie except all the camp kids are raving about it it wins an Oscar in their hearts they're like 10 out of 10 yeah, the, the critical claims well. <laughs> they're like that was such a good film were they scared of Bowser like the no like little Jack Jack Black is Bowser and he's like oh okay so silly like he is really he's not even I feel like he's scarier in the games than he was this movie. Like he really is like a comedic villain. Um, So they weren't really scared. But no, I liked it. Chris Pratt is Mario. Oh, wait, who's Luigi? I don't know. Sorry to that man. No one really cares about Luigi anyway. Okay, maybe I I was debating if I should take Paxton to see it. Maybe you should. Because I saw someone else take their two-year-old to see a movie, and he's almost two. Well, I think that kid was three, actually. Oops. But I'm kind of like, when will he be okay to see a movie? Because, like, he can sit down and watch Bluey for an hour. Like, but... That's true, and this is a fast loud. movie. Okay. Maybe it was only... I think it's, like, an hour and a half, maybe. So, yeah. So, those were my movies that I saw in theaters lately. Um, next time we record... I will have seen the third Guardians of the Galaxy. 
because my family is actually flying in so that we can see that together over Mother's Day weekend. What? Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah, the commitment. Because I guess I didn't even realize we had seen the first two together. My dad's like, it's a tradition. I'm like, oh, we never knew, but okay. So yeah, so that's the movies. The other thing I need to talk about is Labyrinth literally bringing Zendaya out at Coachella to sing with him which was like, I feel like a reset, a cultural reset, if you will. Like all of a sudden I'm back in like my Zendaya era. I'm like, she's perfect, a queen. Um, have you seen that video? No, I don't even know who Labyrinth is. <laughs> he did, so he does all the music for Euphoria. Oh, okay. Like basically, I mean, he had music before and like he had fans, like not to discredit this man, but I feel like, he got famous because he does like all of the music on Euphoria and because of that he like knows Zendaya and the first weekend of Coachella he brought out Billie Eilish which okay like would have loved to see that Mm -hmm. um and they but they performed together before I think he actually came when she was performing at Coachella but then the weekend after that the second weekend of Coachella he literally brought Zendaya which I'm like I'm shaking that she performed at Coachella and he also brought Sia and Maddie Ziegler but not not as impressive to me Maddie Ziegler Um, can she sing like or no but dancing like yeah like she was just dancing like you know how she always dances with Sia Oh, so they're okay. Like they're a duo. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess you have to like book them together now. Yeah. But... Like, do they have like a contract? Is Maddie okay? Is she like indentured to see? No, literally. She's like 21 now. Like, I feel like she should be out of this contract at this point. But if you have not seen those performances, Billy and Labyrinth and then Zendaya and Labyrinth, which I'm sure everyone has, like, they're everywhere. You have to go. They were so good and it's pretty much like I just like loop that video of him and Billy all the time because it's so good and so yeah that was like stunning shocking for me and then also this is like very new Taylor Swift had started performing Nothing New with Phoebe Bridgers at the Eras tour which I knew she would like I knew once Phoebe started opening that she would bring out mid-concert to perform Nothing New and add it to the set list. And I'm just so mad that she's like doing this post me attending the concert. And now I'm like, I have to go to Denver to see them perform that. Like I would just do anything. Okay, tell me the significance of that and like the background story. Cause I think I'm also just oblivious to what that means. Well, Phoebe Bridgers is just, I mean, an artist, an icon, um, mm-hmm. and in and of herself, like, I feel like she um, exists in the same space as Lana Del Rey, like, okay. really sad girl tunes, mm-hmm. um, and then when Taylor Swift re-released Red, the album, obviously we all love, she had 10, I think 10 songs that came out of the vault that were, like, new songs, and mm-hmm. one of them was called Nothing New, with Phoebe Bridgers and it's like a true okay. duet like it's not just Phoebe doing like the backup vocals like Taylor Swift always does um and so Phoebe Bridgers was an opener on the tour but now she's also performing that song with her like mid show okay. and 
that's just like a life-changing song. It's so good. I don't know. I think that's one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs of all time. And now I'm going to have to go see it. Like, okay. I have to go to Denver. Like, should we go? Uh, Me and you? Um, what do I do with my children? <laughs> They'll come. A pack's could go. Pax could go to the movies. He could go to Tesla. <laughs> you wear Pax on your back. I'll wear Atlas and the sling carrier. We'll buy them baby headphones. Yeah, like those big headphones that go over their ears. That's so yeah. cute. They'll scream the whole time. We'll both be miserable, but we'll be there. We won't hear them. We will not hear <laughs> a <laughs> It's just like their mouths just moving. Their faces are red. And I'm like, are you singing? <laughs> We're like, you know this one? It's so casually yeah. cruel in the name of being honest. He's like screaming the lyrics. <laughs> I was there. I was real. I remember it all too well. That's Paxton. Oh, just dude. literally, I'm like, you're singing Paxton. He's like, actually, I'm exhausted. And I want to go to bed. It's 2 a.m. <laughs> He's like, why would you bring me here? No. Okay. So maybe my plan isn't, isn't going to work out, but. If I anyone know, wants like, to be a babysitter for a couple days, yeah, this is our yeah. official request. Also, if anyone can get us tickets, um, yeah, no sleeves are fine. Partial view is fine. I just want to be in the room. Okay. So every um every listen, share this, share this <laughs> with your friends and family. Every listen, yeah. we'll get some podcast ads. We'll get some revenue. Yes. It'll all go to the tickets. So if you want to support me and Jordan in this dream, we have to pay for tickets. We also have to pay for a babysitter and travel yes. arrangements. So we really got to rack in the monetizing. This is going to be an expensive trip. Yeah, for sure. I do think it's worth it though. Finally, also on the topic of Taylor Swift, Speak Now, Taylor's version is coming. I saw that. Her dress is so pretty. Yeah, she looks really good. And I think there's 10 new songs on that are going to be on this one too. He about what's been going on. Um, Marin, what have you been watching? What have you been reading? What's your tea? So I've started a couple books. I went to the library and picked up some books. I picked up two Abby Wexman books because, oh, my Be Real went off. Let's take a Be Real. Do you still do your Be Real? No, I deleted that. Okay, sorry. I had to post my Be Real. Um, no, okay, I so I picked up these books really just because of the covers, but I mm-hmm. had seen um, Adult Assembly Required. And hi, Boxer. Hey. All of his hair just in his face. Okay. <laughs> Can you say hi? Check, check. Check, check. Hi. Can you say hi? Let's say hello. 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 Okay. What's up? I'll paparazzi, please. You have a rock? Oh, wow. <laughs> he sees the fan and now he's very excited by that. Okay, so I started reading some books by Abby Wexman. Wexman? Um, the Bookish Life of Nina Hill. And then yeah. Adult Assembly Required. I had seen the cover of Adult Assembly Required before. And I just thought it looked like a cute book. So I was like, I want to get that and read that. Um, I'm almost done with the bookish life of Nina Hill, and it's really cute. It reminds me of Bridget Jones, if Brid- Bridget Jones kind of had, like, more... I don't know how to say it. She had, like, less superficial aspirations in life. Yeah, yeah. Like, she just... She's very determined. She lives in, like, her little apartment. She does her thing. She's single. She has her life. She has, like, this weird relationship with her mom. She's, like, living in this city, but instead of just like being desperate for a guy, she like doesn't really care for guys. And 
she like finds this yeah. one guy who kind of shakes things up for her um she just has like a really cute job and lives in LA and um she meets like this random family and so Nina finds out that she has like this estranged family and the family dynamic kind of reminds me of the Knives Out family it's just a lot of like good little parts that I like of other books and movies and they're kind of all in this little book so I like it so far it's not like anything groundbreaking or like earth shattering but it's just like a really easy happy-go-lucky springtime summer read so if you're looking for something kind of more lighthearted, unless it gets very dark quickly which I'm not expecting it to but it's pretty cute and so I would recommend it I haven't started reading Adult Assembly Required I started reading it but it felt like it was a sequel to the bookish life Hmm. they have like the same characters oh okay I didn't know that they have the same characters like the bookstore owner Liz is in this book like I just read the first couple pages and I was like oh is this a sequel and I didn't want to like spoil anything so I stopped reading it and then I got The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. Cute. Have you heard of this book? It's kind of like a thriller, mm-hmm. mystery. They, I didn't know this until yesterday, but they actually have an Apple series, an Apple TV series about it. Oh, with Jennifer Garner. Yes. And so yes. Mm-hmm. it's about a woman who marries a man who has like a 15-year-old daughter and they live in San Francisco. They live on like a little... Uh, they live in Sausalito, which is like across the Golden Gate Bridge, and they live on a houseboat. And one day her husband just goes missing, and now she's like left with his teenage daughter, and they have like a weird relationship. And so they're trying to navigate like what happened to him, why did he leave? And the last thing he told her, this is like on the first page of the book, so it's not a spoiler, but he tells her to protect his daughter. And so it's kind of like a coming of age becoming a good stepmom stepping in like when a dynamic's already kind of weird and interesting so it's pretty good and you know it's a little thriller I don't know if it's a thriller because like yeah it is mysterious why he's gone yeah so we'll see it's been pretty good and then I'm also reading Daisy Jones and the Six love and I am kind of the dumbest person ever or the most gullible because I really thought that this was a real band. I didn't think it was a real band. And then I read the author's note at the beginning and the author's note really makes it seem like this is historical and real. But I was like, but it was in the fiction section. And I was like, I don't, but newsflash, you guys, it is not a real band. I think it's like based what? off of Fleetwood Mac or something. Yes, but they are because of the show on prime video all the songs are recorded like you they 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 did become a real band and like on spotify you can listen to all the music (laughs) okay that's why i think i was also just getting all caught up because like i saw music and i was like what is happening but yeah it kind of like took over and created its own universe kind of like marvel (laughs) it kind of yeah no it is its own universe because it's like you can go on spotify and listen to the daisy jones music sung by like the Daisy Jones band fronted by Elvis's granddaughter it's like it's very meta (laughs) um I also started watching the Amazon Prime series but I stopped watching because I wanted to read the book first so Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I'm reading right now so yeah I'm trying to I don't have a lot of time to read right now because I feel like both my children have been very needy but and yeah it's just springtime it's getting into summer just things are really crazy 
Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's other news that we should share. I just booked my vacation to go stay with Marin for a long time, like six days. Yay! In the summer, I'm gonna go to be a little Texas gal at camp. So fun. We're gonna swim in the river. We'll go up to the windmill. We'll do all the things. So It'll fun. Cute. On the so line. That's our team. The longest zip line in Texas. Oh my gosh. I love a zip line. I miss all that. Like all the the adrenaline things that we used to do. The mega tree, remember? Yeah. You're like, I need to put on one of those blue harnesses and get a helmet on. I've just been craving that in my life. Yeah, I really miss those things. I miss, yeah, the adrenaline. Well, so okay, lots, lots for everyone to read and watch. Um Go to movie theaters, go to your library, lots to do, lots to see. Just a little homage to the book, The Bookish Life of Nina Hill. She has a quote in here that inspired today's episode. So I'll, I'll kind of read you an expert, excerpt, expert, excerpt. Um, This is a little read aloud, you guys. Okay, so everyone sit on the carpet in our snack circle, get your <laughs> snack. Nina shook her head. He wasn't right for me anyway. He didn't read. Reading isn't the only thing in the world, Nina. It's one of the only five perfect things in the world. And the other four are cats, dogs, honey crisp apples, and coffee. Nothing else? Sure, there are other things, even good things, but those five are perfect. In your opinion, yes, of course, in my opinion, everyone has a different five perfect things. Polly thought about it. I can get behind that. Mine would be movies, steak frights, Jude Law in his 30s, clean sheets at night, and indoor plumbing. We're going to share our five favorite things, and we want you guys to also share your five favorite things with us. So we'll put a little question in our Instagrams, and we'll share it next time on the pod. But yeah, we're going to share our little five perfect things in our world that we believe in. So Jordan, what is your first favorite? perfect thing my first perfect thing is reading in the sun in a swimsuit yeah a little tan moment when like like holding your book on your stomach and like the edges of the book gets wet like that's just such a summer <laughs> that's like a quintessential like desert kids summer experience that every time I do that I'm like okay I've been doing this my whole life like I've been mm. doing this is something that I feel like I am a little kid when I'm doing this. And then I feel like also I'll be doing this when I'm like 90 years old because few things bring me as much joy in life. It's just like reading in my swimming suit in the sun. You know, you jump in the pool after a little while. Take a little break, come back. Yeah, exactly. Like you get hungry, eat your chips. Very, very summer. Um. I feel yeah. like that is definitely a nostalgic moment for me, for sure. Um, my favorite book series that I read when I was like 12, 13 was The Summer I Turned Pretty. And that was like the series, like I just moved to New Mexico, again, the desert, so hot. Mm-hmm. I like did not know a single soul. I maybe knew like one or two people outside of my family. And I like went to the library and got this series and would like lay outside like that. And like, just like the smell of your skin baking, which sounds disgusting, but if you know, you know, and like just the pages of the book and yeah, like it feels like you're almost like just with friends laying out by the pool, but they're like characters in a book. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And like, I get nostalgic for reading like certain books I read in the sun 
when I reread them I'm like oh I remember what it was like when I was there yeah (laughs) and so that's so good that's my first perfect thing okay Marin what's your your first perfect thing okay mine was clean sheets so like Mm. completely like you just clean your sheets like you know like all day you don't I mean I'm stay-at-home mom so I'm home all day but if you like go to work you probably can't relate but like you take your sheets off your bed and like all day you just like have a naked bed (laughs) and like you're kind of trying to chill on it but you're just like sitting on your mattress and then like you finally like you're getting ready for bed you put your sheets on and they smell so good and they're a little bit warm and you like take a shower and shave your legs and so when you get in bed like your legs are all smooth and your sheets are all clean and they smell good super cozy like one of the perfect things so nice yeah that is literally perfect and feels like very adult like when I wash my sheets I'm like my gosh I'm so domestic I'm like that really took it out of me having to not look at me sheets on my bed all day I can't just be cozy whenever I want to I have to go sit on the couch like a peasant like hey take that yeah that's such a good one okay what's your second perfect thing my second favorite thing, or second perfect thing, sorry, is steak and mashed potatoes. <laughs> mm, yes. I will never not be in the mood for steak and mashed potatoes. Like, that's that's it. That's my, my death row meal. Um, <laughs> I hope you're never on death row, though. That would be very sad. Me either. But if I am, like, just let them know. This would be uh, it I will. Me. Medium okay. rare or rare. Yeah, if I'm about to go out, just order it rare at that point. Yeah, um, like just let her get salmonella. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, like because I prefer it rare anyway, but I don't do it because, yeah, I'm scared of getting sick. But, you know, at that point, who cares? I'm like, let it kill her, actually. That would be preferable. <laughs> yeah, let, let as opposed that to lethal injection. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, that sounds so good. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I want to eat that right now. You should. Okay, what should make that for dinner? <laughs> I really should. What is your second thing? Perfect thing. So I feel like this is very specific, but if you know it, you know it. The first laugh after a long cry. So I feel like this is like when you're crying with somebody else or like a group Mm. of people and you're just like crying and you're upset and then kind of like everyone takes a breath and then someone breaks the ice and like makes a little joke and you like laugh and everything's like okay again and you like can't really tell if you're laughing or crying but you kind of just are like oh and there's like tears in your eyes still and you have snot all over (laughs) but you know like yeah okay things are gonna be okay (laughs) it's like it's the same feeling as like a trauma bond almost because you're like you go through it's like emotional roller coaster and then afterwards you're like okay but I love these people now you know it's like I I've just like shared this moment with these people and now we're on a different, we're on a level. We're on mm-hmm. a different level. It's like a vulnerability award. Like you were vulnerable yes. and that's very hard and mm-hmm. people could judge you, but they're like with you in it. And then making that little joke and like trying to lighten the mood is like, wow, like you do care and you're listening and we're ready to move yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep it moving. That's such a good one. Okay. Your third perfect thing. Falling asleep with voices in the other room like when I'm like at home like at my parents house or there's like a party going on even like I realized like in college and stuff there was always like talking outside Mm. like and that's 
to me, I just love that. Like to hear other people, especially people I love, like up and about while I'm going to sleep, like falling asleep. Cause that's like the, I mean, for that to be the last thing that you hear before you go to sleep. And I love sleeping so much as I've said many times on this podcast. Um, yeah, I just love that. That's, and it also, I guess is a very nostalgic feeling. Yeah, I would agree. Especially I love falling asleep during a party. Like your parents are having a party downstairs and your house is perfectly clean. You're going to wake up to the best leftovers from the party in your fridge. And you're like, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Yes, literally the best feeling. My third perfect thing is also with sleeping. A baby is sleeping on your chest, like a little scrunch newborn baby. Like they even smell like they're pink and they just smell. I can't even describe the smell. And someone once told me like, oh, of course they smell good. Like they smell like baby soap. And I, this might be the crunchy mom in me and I'm sorry, but I like don't give my babies a bath for like the first week of their life. Cause they have like the little umbilical cord thing. And I'm like, it's kind of good for them to like have all that vernic stuff. I mean, obviously they would get yeah. wiped down and they're not like gross, but they just smell so good. And I don't even know why they smell that good. And they're like so warm and they're like little shallow breaths and they're still cute and their little nose and their little hand on you and so perfect precious oh that's so cute um my fourth favorite thing is the smell of the desert after it rains specifically like in New Mexico and Arizona has like a very distinct smell and the smells are different like in Mexico and Arizona like they're not the same Mm -hmm. but both places after it rains especially in Arizona the everything's so thirsty that it literally takes like a 30 second sprinkle and everything's like magically so much greener because all of the like foliage there is just desperate for water so they get a little bit of water and it's like okay like here we go best best moment of our lives and suddenly it's like so beautiful. Everyone has the worst allergies of their lives, but <laughs> everybody's outside because you're like, it cooled down a little bit, especially mm-hmm. in the summer. Like after a monsoon, monsoon, it's like, yeah, suddenly it's cold, like a little bit cooler and you can actually go outside and the, the animals are out and the dogs are out. And everyone's like doing their little walks and that's, and it just smells so good. It looks so beautiful. Everything turns like this perfect, shade of green and purple everything is green and purple and I don't know something like I'm so um obsessed with the Sonoran Desert and it's the greenest desert in the world if you didn't know and it's really beautiful I agree with that and this kind of goes with my fourth perfect thing a sunset after a rainy day and I feel like that's New Mexico like the New Mexico sunsets because the sky is so big because you know there's no trees to block it whereas like in Washington I never saw a sunset unless like you went to the coast like you never see a sunset but in New Mexico there's no trees and you just see like the beautiful sunset and yeah like you're saying everything is green and it just feels so fresh and like the sand is all wet and so it's like that darker color and it's just it's all perfect like yeah I feel like that's a perfect way to describe it it's purple and green like it's just so cozy and a little refreshing and it's kind of like after you cried all day then you laugh like same vibes yes same, same thing, thing different font yeah like kind mm-hmm. of an exhale okay Ooh, an exhale beautiful yeah what is your last perfect thing 
holding hands in a crowded room or like I'm thinking of like a concert or like a party or just even like I don't know like my sister and I always like grab for each other's hands at like church like when we're walking to the breezeway at church or whatever I like just love to hold my friend's hands and even like my mom's hand like or like even the little kids like the kindergartners I just think that's the like sweetest feeling it's so I don't know I'm not the biggest hugger but like a handhold I'm like this is the best feeling in the world and then also like I feel like being in a crowded place and you just have your person as a little anxious gal (laughs) I love that I need that in my life um so yeah that's my fifth one oh that's so sweet yeah that is like one of the cutest moments when like you're walking with someone in a crowded place and they put their hand out behind them so like you hold it and you're like I'm not gonna get lost today yeah my leader (laughs) um my last perfect thing is very basic but it is perfect to me and it is iced coffee like give me Mm. some espresso with like frothy cold milk and like a scoop of sugar like that is my go-to coffee right now and I love it so much I honestly have two a day which is kind of my guilty pleasure but it's perfect no it's perfect and you make the best treats and sometimes like the most simple things are the most perfect you know Mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't always have to be all out I'm gonna have to get matcha then I can make you matcha treats when you're here true so good but the only coffee treats that I drink are yours so it's okay the mochas I love a little ice mocha okay I hear atlas crying unfortunately so I uh gtd I go (laughs) mom duties are calling um our fourth podcast host atlas himself (laughs) yes no atlas is gonna come in and scream in the microphone and say hello to everybody (laughs) um sorry this podcast is coming out late on a monday I know that's like kind of the worst I always look forward to like my little podcast in the morning but you know it's springtime Jordan's a teacher I'm a mom we're trying to make it work but we're gonna record a lot together we're gonna take pics together when we're here you guys are gonna be sick of us you are so just know that if you're wanting more of us it's coming (laughs) it's coming guys and we'll see you next week bye